Hey there, and welcome to the Agency Rockstars podcast. I'm Dana Lindahl, and I'm the founder of LegendaryLeadGen.com, where we help B2B companies become authorities in their industry, set more sales appointments, and convert those appointments into more sales. We also help other agencies sell our patent process on to their own clients. And we truly believe in the value of building and creating relationships, and in that being the main driver of new sales for agencies. So... Stick around to the end of the show. We're going to be revealing how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing agency podcasts on the planet. All right, let's get straight into it. Rock stars, welcome back to the show. Joining me on the stage today is another rock star in the agency world. Uh, His name is Wayne Ledoux in San Diego, and he is the owner and founder of Ledoux Enterprises, but also what I love this name mayhem digital media uh he likes to cause a little bit of mayhem as rock stars do wayne welcome to the show thanks for having me dan i appreciate it yeah man all right so i know a little bit about you we've had conversations before but i love hearing a little bit of your story and and how this all happens so let me first say obviously you're in an an agency you own an agency um how did you get into the agency world in this in, in this day and age i got into the agency world just um out of the fact that I was frustrated with working for other marketing agencies that weren't doing things correctly. (laughs) And the fact of the matter is that the last actual W2 job that I had had a hundred thousand dollar plus marketing budget and they were using it to buy third party leads. They were using it to do stuff that just wasn't working. And I came in and I totally turned that whole thing up on its head I mean, I guess I should have called it mayhem back then, but, uh, you know, time being what it is hindsight, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, but, um, I, I, I spent about a year and a half trying to fix what their problems were. And because I had all that knowledge fixing everybody else's problems, I knew how to set things up correctly from the beginning. So the whole goal of mayhem has become take the mayhem that comes from just being and existing and being in life and being in business Mm-hmm. and make it profitable. So it, it blows my mind to think that a marketing agency was buying third-party leads and like, especially in, in this current modern marketing world that we're in, that just seems so out of touch. How do you even begin to educate someone on why that's a bad idea? What, what was your first step on that one? Uh, well, excuse my French, but the first thing that I did was I went to the owner and I said, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> bleep me if you need to there. Uh, but (laughs) the thing about it was, is that all they were really doing was buying those leads and then reselling them at a higher price. That's what a lot of people that buy third-party leads don't understand is that what they're doing is that they're creating their own funnel. They're creating their own data stream. They're creating all that, all that stuff. And then just selling you it at a resale price. It's like, Creating a CD, I just dated myself. (laughs) Um, That's right. (laughs) Or a cassette tape for 20 cents and then selling that CD for $10. That's what they're doing, but they're just doing it with the information. And then they own the data. And that's the problem is if you, the the people that own the data in today's world are the people that are going to win in the long run. Mm -hmm. And I had to create a bunch of mayhem. I had to create a bunch of havoc and I had to create you know, upend that whole marketing department and in in part the company itself in order to get better results. But you know what? At the end of the day, 
after that year and a half spent learning and, and creating and building, it doubled the sales inside of 30 days. Mm-hmm. So awesome. if, if, if the end result, if that mayhem creates those results in the end, then it must have been needed in the first place. So then when you just kind of look at it, you go, okay, that was fun, but I want to do this on my own. I don't want to be beholden to a W2 and a boss who maybe doesn't get it or whatever. You just start it. You're just like, the hell with it. I'm just going to do this thing. I mean, how do you even start that agency? You just do it? Uh, Let's put it this way. (laughs) Uh, I may or may not have said this, Dan, but I left that job with about $2,500 in the bank account, a pissed off wife, and a two-year-old. And I just made it happen. The thing that I, I get asked the most, uh, like, cause I have a lot of friends that are in sales and marketing that they're still employees. And they're like, Wayne, how did you do it? I've thought about this. I've thought about that. Stop thinking about it. Do you have an idea? Do you think that you can help somebody go out and do it? Yeah. Don't, don't overanalyze. It's, it's what kills most people. Yeah. And sure, have I done a lot of things that haven't worked? Absolutely. But <laughs> I've made a lot of money learning how to fail. And I've made more money learning how to fail than I ever did being an employee of somebody else. Yeah. So, I mean. So, so how do you then like scale that then? Like, what do you do to begin to build that business out once you just, you're like, I'm just going to go do it the hell with it. How do you start to scale? Um. Honestly, that is one of the hardest parts about being in business, in my own personal opinion. Um, I had to go through 10 sales reps. I had to go through five different account reps. I had to invest into not only my own education, but like giving that education for free to other reps. I had to, the the real key is setting up SOPs, standard operating procedures. And really, to be honest, there's no right or wrong way to do those things. It's what works for you. And the biggest thing that I can tell people about, you know, creating that scalability and getting to that six figure mark, seven figure mark, wherever you're at, is let that SOP reflect who you are and who you want your company to be personality wise, because let's be honest, your business is just a reflection of your own personality. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, Um, especially starting out, right? Like that's really, I mean, you're a one person shop, you know, until you build it. So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the thing about it as well is that um, you're always going to be the best at what you do. You're always, you're never going to find somebody that's as good at sales as you. You're never going to find somebody that can connect to the client as well as you. You're never going to find somebody that, that can put together the campaign as cleanly as you. You're never going to find somebody that can do the creative as well as you think you do. Hmm. But at the end of the day, if you can find and train somebody, which by the way, the training those people deserves an SOP as well. Um, it's, it's a, it's a long, hard job and scaling is something that you have to go into with a deliberate intention yeah. and you have to decide if you want to scale or not. Cause there was a certain period of time where I didn't, I, I thought that I wanted to scale. I failed miserably at it. Again, I've made more money failing at things than I ever did at succeeding at things. Yeah. Um, 
but I failed it. I failed at it for so many years. And what I realized for that period of about, I would say eight to 10 months is I don't want to scale anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. I want to be the rock star for my client mm-hmm. and I only want to have five clients. So I guess that, that, that scaling involves number one, the decision, should you? That's fair. Yeah. And number two, once you decide that the answer is yes, go in with deliberation and, and build it out step by step. And the way that I did it personally, I'm not saying this is right, but I literally, I, I decided I wanted to scale again about, I would say a year ago. I decided that's when I wanted to scale again. And I said, okay, I'm not going to do the same thing I did last time. And I just created video. I, I went out and I got a new client. And then as soon as I got that client, I just loomed the shit out of everything that I did. I said, okay, this is how we create a campaign. This is how we create the audience. This is how we create the, the lookalike audiences. This is how we go in, upload files. Like literally I acted like I was a third grade teacher. Mm-hmm. So if, if somebody's looking for answers in regards to that, then I would say the easiest way to do it is assume that you're the best at what you do. Record yourself doing what you do and then act like you're trying to teach a third grader how to do what you do. Nice. That's, and that, that's what I did. And that basically becomes your SOPs. That becomes your training. That becomes like what you can do for the next, the next person coming in. I love that. There's, there, there's a gentleman <laughs> that I, that I learn a lot from still to this day. His name's Kurt Molly. Um, he, uh, he is the king of repurposing his content. And everything that he does from a marketing sense, from a training sense, from a a creation sense, it all has its roots. But he's so well-versed in being able to break that down that he uses the same thing for everything, if that Mm. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that... (laughs) you don't have to reinvent the wheel when you when you have something quality, you can just, I mean, repurposing is huge. Um, so Wayne at, at, at mayhem, what's a great a story. One of your favorite stories that really highlights a specific way that, that mayhem helps those clients. Give me a win. Oh man. Uh, okay. So this is actually a black Friday uh, story. So, um, I have a client that is in the coaching industry. As you know, I help high ticket coaches quite a bit. And um, he comes to me and he says, Wayne, he says, I don't want to change my price points. I don't want to change the product. But what I want to do is I want to offer double the amount of time with me. And I want to offer that as a Black Friday special. And literally, I sat down with him. And this goes down to the, the connection and breaking down the the mayhem that's happening. And he's got this group. It's got fucking thousands of members at this point. And a lot of the, there, there was a lot of contention between the members themselves as to what value there was, what value there wasn't. And literally I, I, I actually had him, I had him do an hour long live video. And I said, this is, the, this is the things that you need to highlight. And I took screenshots and I told him, hey, look, bring this up through Zoom. Like I coached him through the whole process. Um, 
And what we did is we took the negative comments and the negative things that were happening within the group and we highlighted them first. He broke down because the guy's the guy's a genius when it comes to psychology and things like that. If, if men are ever having issues, then go to Phil, Phil Douthat. He's an amazing guy. Um, but um, basically, we took we took those things and we we highlighted the reasons behind why people were saying what they were saying. And then we highlight and then we took the the antithesis of those what people were saying, like meaning the, the people that were arguing the opposite point highlighted those and said, this is where, this, this is where you don't want to be. This is why you join the group. This is how you, you take that mindset and you shift it around. And then we turned that whole entire segment into an ad. Mm. Now this, 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 Phil has, Phil's offers are anywhere between two to five grand, depending on where you come in over the period of three days, Phil signed up seven individuals. Mm. From one ad, five hundred dollars ad spend. Wow, wow, that's awesome! And it wasn't about cutting the price; it's about just bringing the value and then exactly. sh- I mean, showing that value, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, if we're talking about you know how we help clients and how we how we do things, it's it's really like w- when people come to us. Generally speaking, they've they've got a problem that they don't even truly understand. And being able to take the inability to understand and, and truly reach what they're trying to do through that conversation and through having that connection is what mayhem really does. What's your biggest uh, tool in the toolkit to help them sift through all of that? What do you do that really gets to the, to the heart of the matter? What's my biggest, my ears, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, I was thinking like active listening, right? Mirroring. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, listening. like, but I didn't want to put the words in your mouth. So yeah, you're my ears. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's. I got to right? use it for something, to bring, you know, besides keeping them. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, uh, my grandpa says, use, use, use your brain for something besides keeping your ears from slamming together. There you go. There you um, go. <laughs> Yeah. But no, I mean, honestly, uh, there's there, there's a lot of tools out there, and w- when it comes to tools themselves, if we're talking about technology like Canva or the Ads Library or uh, Audiencer.io or Revealbot or Gmail or Google Drive or something basic, you know, even even just your keyboard. If you're talking about tools, um, automation things are are really big in regards to our client success. Yeah. Um, research. Yeah. Like there is, uh, like people are always, Oh, the machine is going to take over quote unquote. Do you think that there is nothing that is ever going to replace being able to go, go in and objectively analyze what those tools are giving you. And that is the most important thing in business today. Yeah. So we talked a little bit just there about like your clients don't even really know what they don't know. They, they don't know what they need. Um, what are the other big pain points that you see with your clients? Um, bad advice from others, really. Yeah. Like for example, um, I, I got on, a, I got on a call 
with one of my other clients, also another coach, different niche, but you know, that, like that's coaching online coaching has become so big because of COVID and all that stuff that that's become a large portion of our business. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, with, with a lot of our clients, what we do is we, once, once we establish the audience and then generate a, a ROAS and all that stuff, we start to think about scale, of course. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, well, it goes beyond, sorry, it, it goes, it goes beyond scale in regards to like the way that you scale, do you scale horizontally? Do you scale vertically? Do you scale, you know, how, how, how does that happen? Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like, you know, I was like, you know, you, you've got a few different ways that you can do this. So we've just got to kind of try it and spend some money. Your audience is big. It's, it's very, very well, um, engaged. Like you just got to do either one or the other and spend money on both and figure out what works from there. Yeah. He said, okay, well, I've got this other resource. Why don't we hop onto this mastermind? I said, okay, I got no problem doing that. Let's, let's go ahead and do that. He said, okay. And then we explained the whole situation to this quote unquote guru, right? And the guru was like, no, no, no. Don't scale horizontally. Don't split out the audiences. Don't do this. Scale only vertically. Well, I was like, okay, well, let's, let's do that, Phil. That was one of my ideas anyways. So let's go ahead and do that. Well, we, we did that. Guess what happened? Mm. His rows went from 4X to about 3.5 in two weeks. Mm. And I said, this is why we needed to diversify the budget. We needed to do it horizontally based off of what I know. And that's one of the biggest things that pisses people off. And it actually makes our job harder as mm. marketers. Yeah. Because you've got all these 18 year olds that are giving people advice that don't know what the f- they're doing, you know, and <laughs> it's just, it makes it harder for the actual experts to really convince people of that their ideas are good. Yeah. It's noisy out there, right? It's noisy. So, so I, I would say that that's, that's one of the other things that brings them to us as well is that they're just, they're just tired of receiving bad advice. Um, so I'm going to ask you a piece of advice here in just a minute. So think about counterintuitive advice. Uh, but first, I want to make sure everybody gets a chance to connect with you and with Mayhem Digital. Uh, where do you send people to make sure they connect with Wayne Ledoux, my friend? Okay. Well, you can connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mayhem Digital Media. Uh, MayhemDigitalMedia.com. Our website is being worked on. So sorry if it's ugly, but it will always be up. Um, but it's going to be prettier here in about after Christmas. I will say that. Um, but, uh, I mean, other than that, we have an Instagram mayhem digital media as well. Um, you can always connect with me. You can just search Wayne Ledoux. I'm the guy on the beach with my kid (laughs) probably eating a sandwich or something. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) yeah, that's life right there. Awesome. Awesome. So, all right. So it's good to know that you're working on your website because you know, so many people, so many marketers, marketing agencies, agencies, they, they don't take care of their own stuff. So well done. Um, so back to advice, Wayne. Uh, mayhem causes mayhem. So I want I want to know counterintuitive advice that you've either heard and we're like hell no, but you tried it, or that you give that people are like what? There's no way. Counterintuitive advice that wins. What what do you got for me? Ooh. That is a fantastic question, Dan. I love it. Um, counterintuitive. Okay, I got one. 
TV ads. Okay. Um, there was a gentleman that approached me on LinkedIn about, I would say, a month ago. Saying, hey, Wayne, have you ever done programmatic TV ads? Da, 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 da. And I was like, why would I fucking do that? That sounds like a terrible idea. But the guy was a great salesman. I'll give him that. Great guy. Um, it cost us about five grand to invest into the TV ads. What you don't know about TV ads is these days and you know, 2020 and beyond is they give you this dashboard where you can see everything. How many people watched it? How many times the thing was aired? It's like having a Facebook ad dashboard, but for your TV ads. Mm-hmm. And so we put out a 30-second TV ad, tripled our tripled our investment. Mm. I would have never thought that would have worked in, in my entire life. <laughs> Interesting. So counterintuitive. Um, but um, I've also heard of Reddit ads working lately. YouTube apparently is like the wild, wild west, so... Um, uh, on the flip side of that coin, a lot of people are getting into YouTube ads. Do so at your own risk. You can do really, really well, or you can lose your ass. Hmm. So, so that's, so sounds like testing is really what you need to be able to do. Be willing to go against what you think is right and go, all right, well, or what you think works and and try it. Huh? I, I would say, I would say yes, but educated testing. Okay. I like that educated that's that's what the problem is is that you get a bunch of these these rookies and these kids that go out and they take the facebook blueprint course and they maybe graduated from i don't know arizona state university with a marketing degree and you're their first client Hmm. there's a lot that has is that it has to be said for experience yeah you know yeah awesome wayne Man, no surprise. That time went way too quick, but thank you for being a part of Agency Rockstars. Listeners, go to go to check out Mayhem Digital Media everywhere they are. So, Wayne, cheers, man. Cheers, man. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Agency Rockstars podcast. If you're an agency owner who would like to appear in this podcast, please visit legendaryleadgen.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you found this episode valuable, I would really appreciate you sharing it on social media. Even just a quick screenshot of the episode showing on your phone shared to social media would be great. If you truly enjoyed the episode, we'd also really love a rating in your favorite podcast player. Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening. I'm Dana Lindahl, and if you want to connect, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can also find more information about everything we're currently doing at legendaryleadgen.com. Thanks for listening, and hope to hear from you soon.